This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, that was the latest single from Mousy, the uh, music project of Serena Close, who joins me on the line now. Morena, great to have you with us, Serena. Congratulations on what is uh, an amazing uh, and quite unusual single, I have to say. The atmosphere of that one places it somewhere in a uh, in a space which feels a little bit uncomfortable. Tell us about it. Well, I really wanted to paint a picture of the whole album by the singles. I didn't, because pre-orders, you know, before the whole album comes out, I wanted people to know what to expect in terms of range of the songs of the album. I didn't want to just release two bots and then people um, buy the record and they're really disappointed. I wanted <laughs> to, um, yeah, present two songs that are different aspects of the album. There's more um, difference in, throughout the album, but I think that's two extremes. The bench is the most hectic and upbeat and crazy, and then my hands are made of glass is the most gut-wrenching one. Of course, your new album, My Friends, is due out on March 11th. Really looking forward to it. Um, the video for My Hands Are Made Of Glass is amazing. A- an incredible performance by a young actor there. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, Honestly, such a lucky choice with her. She was just great. What did you want um, her to be able to reflect uh, in the way she um, acted in this piece that reflected what was going on in the song? I think I just wanted her to be comfortable in a bathroom, for one. It was such a tiny bathroom. Um and I just wanted someone who was um, okay with being on the floor in a random bathroom, for one, which not everyone is or not every parent is comfortable with their kid doing. But obviously they needed to have enough rhythm to lip-sync the song. But more than that, I guess direction-wise, um, we just said sedated. Mm. She just needs to be sedated. Yeah. Well, it is an incredible video, and I do encourage you to go and check it out. My hands are made of glass. Um, you're based, of course, in Otautahi Christchurch. How have the last couple of years been for you? Oh, I don't even know what the last couple of years have been. <laughs> it's been weird all over the world, for sure. Um, I guess I've recorded this album, and we're going to release it pretty soon. So that's a big part of what I've been doing. Well, that's not an insignificant achievement, really, is it? Um, you will have had to grab appropriate windows of time when people could gather together to make all of that happen. So tell us about the circumstances of recording. Well, I mean, recording was okay. So if we're, um, we weren't in the lockdown when we were recording, luckily. But, I mean, it's pretty isolated thing, isn't it? Just me and Ben, for the most part, in the studio in Littleton. Um, yeah, it was lovely. Talking about Ben Edwards, of course, uh, yeah, yeah. who uh, is across all sorts of wonderful projects, isn't he? Uh, an incredible um, range of product that has got his name attached to it. 
Marlon Williams, Julia Jacklin, Nadia Reid, uh, others, of course. Um, and others uh, working with you as well? I mean, how, how did it work in terms of instrumentation and, and, and so forth? Were, uh, did you call on other contributors, or this, is, this, is this handmade by you? This is made by so many people. So we had a lot of people come in. We had Sheena on saxophone and um, flute. We had Marlon on saxophone. We had three backing vocalists. We obviously had my core band, Chris, Terry and Dave, um, drums, uh, guitar, electric guitar and bass. Um, we had Anita Clark on violin. There was just a whole bunch of people involved in making this. Um, I think the key is that um, Ben and I co-produced it. I'm pretty involved in the studio, so everyone was very much following our direction. Is the studio a comfortable place for you to be? Any more comfortable yeah. than performance? Oh, I love being in the studio. Yeah, definitely more comfortable than performance. Yeah, I enjoy my favourite part of the process is definitely um, writing and recording. We do get to see you down here in Aotearoa, Dunedin, from time to time. Not so much lately, of course. Um, how is the prospect of so much uncertainty around live performance affecting uh, your plans at the moment? Yeah, well, I definitely don't want to announce anything unless we know that we're absolutely going to do it. So. Um, that if there is a tour, the announcement will be pretty close to the time. Um, just because I get so sad when I see people um, announcing big tours and then, you know, not long after saying, sorry, we can't do it. It's just become the same old song and it just makes me feel sad. So I don't want to do that to other people. You've always got a choice to make when it comes to formats for releases these days too. Tell us uh, how uh, this new album, My Friends, is going to be made available. So I guess it's out everywhere online for streaming, but we're also doing vinyl records, CDs and tape. So yeah, very focused on the album listening experience and I love the physical, being able to hold it and yeah. Almost unbelievable that that tape is making some kind of comeback. Uh, certainly a wonderful artifact to have. Um, I wonder how many people still have <laughs> the capacity to play them, but there must be some. Yeah, no, there's heaps. I think, uh, especially with younger people, I think there was a wave of vinyl records coming through, but then maybe everyone realised that that's quite expensive to have a collection. So I know quite a few people in their early 20s that have tape collections instead because, you know, they're like 15 bucks or 20 bucks. That's a lot cheaper than 50 bucks each. Mm. Um, yeah, and a space saver as well. You have said of my friends that you had initially hoped that it was going to be uh, quite light, uh, cute, yeah. wholesome, but um, as you've said, there are shades of that. There are shades, darker shades as well, and that was because of circumstance. How much can you tell us about that? Um, without name dropping, I guess it's probably the same experience as most people. Friendships fall apart, and um, sometimes you 
see the best in someone and give them so many more chances than they deserve from you. And um, in the end, you're just left hurt. So there was um, a couple of friendships that fell apart, but then there were also, obviously, I'm still with my husband, and he's incredible, and I love him so much. So there's a track called One Dollar Wednesdays, which is just a love song to my husband. So there's both sides, you know. Uh, it's you know obviously it's a, a common experience to draw from you know reality to inspire writing, but I always wonder in these situations, um, you know whether the, the the process of writing, of recording, of of performing, is in any way part of a therapeutic process for an artist. What would you say about that for you? For me, definitely, I like to weave life into my songs. My songs would be worth nothing if it was just a cool melody and cool lyrics that seemed like they meant something. They really do have to mean something and usually I'm writing that song when I'm in the midst of the emotional reaction. And so when it comes to performance, let's say you're putting a set together that includes older material, are you able, able still to tap into what was going on for you at the time when you're performing? Yeah, sometimes I feel like it's quite different because as you get older, you realise more about yourself and some of the things that you wrote, you know, five years ago are irrelevant. And um, so there are some songs that I just don't put on the set because I'm like, I've changed so much that these words don't ring true to me at all and I can't make a way for them to ring true. But there are some that um, I can relate to small parts of the song in the same way and then there are others that just change with time as well and their meaning changes to me. Um, Yeah. It's complicated, isn't it? It is. (laughs) (laughs) As is just being a creative person at the moment at all, no matter what area you're in. I mean, when you look at the coming months, what's the best scenario that you can imagine for you as an artist uh, over the next few months? I think that I'm realistic about the tone that everyone's feeling. And I think it's, kind of sad because we obviously are really proud of what we've made and you know Ben Edwards was like this is the best thing that I've ever made I can retire now like we were just we worked so hard on this thing and the tone of the world and New Zealand and everything is just so weird compared to normal It's, it's hard to break through normally but it's even harder now So I guess my expectations for this record is that we'll release it and some more people will like it, but it's a very slow step in terms of my gradient as an artist. I'll just keep on creating and this will be an amazing part of my discography. But I don't have high expectations just because it's such a strange time. 
Well, Serena, uh, it's been great to talk with you. We so look forward to the Mousy album, My Friends, out on March 11th uh, across a number of different formats. Thanks for um, bringing us some beautiful music from it. Can't wait to hear the rest of them. Uh, All the best for the rest of this year, however it might roll out for you. And uh, we look forward to to touching base with you from time to time and hopefully, before too long, seeing you back here in Aotearoa, Dunedin. Yeah, thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.